the empire the Aztecs couldn't conquer. BBC Travel. The 12th of July 2022. The Perepeches were the only indigenous group in Mexico the Aztecs failed to conquer, but despite that feat, they were nearly lost to history. This is the legacy of our people, my uncle said as we gazed at the pyramids. We were not in Egypt, but rather in the town of Sinsunsan, in Mexico's southwestern state of Michoacán. The pyramids, or yucatas, looming in front of us were uniquely round and made of volcanic stone, perhaps the most intact relics of the Perepeches, a pre-Hispanic indigenous group that once reigned here, but that most people have never heard of. In fact, I'd never heard of them either until a few months ago, when I found out that I was a direct descendant. Born and raised in California, I grew up unaware of this part of my heritage as it was lost in my family after my grandfather passed away in 1978. My grandmother was left with five kids and no income, but after saving up, she brought my dad and his siblings to the United States in 1983. Under pressure to assimilate, my father disconnected from our Perepecha culture, and it was only recently, when I began to be curious about my identity, that I started questioning him about our past. So in 2021, at the age of 31, he brought me to Michoacan for the first time. That's when I met my uncle Israel, and he revealed that not only were we Perepecha, but that my great-grandmother, Juana, was still alive and living in the small pueblo of Uran nearby. When people think about Mexico before Hernán Cortés, they automatically think about the Aztecs, but what they don't know is that the Perepecha existed at the same time, and they were such a mighty kingdom that they were the only indigenous group in Mexico that the Aztecs failed to conquer. In fact, that's the most common thing people in Mexico know about them, said Fernando Pérez Montesinos, assistant professor of indigenous environmental history at the University of California, Los Angeles. That's a very usual way of referring to the Perepeches and their history, but that's because we know that the Perepeches were as powerful as the Aztecs, he said, explaining that the Aztecs tried to fight the Perepecha in battle, but couldn't defeat them. Standing tall and strong at 4 feet 10 inches, about 1.4 meters, my Perepecha great-grandmother is an elder of the community and lives in a weathered building made of cement walls and humble commodities. She can speak the endangered language, which is a fading trait in a country where Spanish is the official language. Out of Mexico's estimated population of 128.9 million, 124.8 million are native Spanish speakers, whereas only 175,000 speak Perepecha, and they all live in the state of Michoacán. Standing tall and strong at 4 feet 10 inches, my Perepecha great-grandmother is an elder of the community who can speak the endangered language credit, Stephanie Mendez, chatting in Juana's kitchen, I took in everything I could, how she cooks without electricity or a stove, her rows of dishes made from barro, red terracotta clay, and the deep stone pit in the middle of the room where she was preparing a huge pot of nixtamal, corn kernels processed in a specialized way to make tortillas de maíz. Excited about the new knowledge of my ancestry, I asked her where I could go to learn more about my Perepecha heritage. She stirred the food and gave my uncle a look of authority as she told him in Spanish, take her to Pátzcuaro. A day later, we were in the Lake Pátzcuaro Basin, me, my uncle, aunts and cousins, staring in awe at these monuments that our ancestors had built to honor deities like their sun god, Curacori. Between the 14th and early 16th centuries, the Perepeches dominated western Mexico with an estimated population of more than one million. Sinsunsan was their capital, where the Irecha, or ruler, lived. The Aztecs, meanwhile, ruled in central Mexico, and the Perepecha Empire prevented them from amassing territory to the north and west. 
The Parepecha were such a mighty kingdom that they were the only indigenous group in Mexico that the Aztecs failed to conquer. Credit. Arturo Peña Romano Medina, Getty Images. According to Jazeel Aguilera Lara, a geographer and researcher at the National Autonomous University of Mexico, the Yucatas of Sinsunsan, the place of hummingbirds are the best preserved pyramidal structures in the region. In addition to learning about the Parepecha public architecture, visitors will also learn about the way in which the Parepecha understood the world and the importance that Lake Pátzcuaro had for them. The empire chose this area for a reason. The basin is home to a colossal lake with several habitable islands, plentiful fish and a surrounding landscape lush with mountains blanketed in pine trees. The area is so spectacular that the Parepeches believed the lake was a gateway to heaven. This is a very important region for the emergence of the Parepecha in the pre-Hispanic state of our history, said Sandra Gutierrez de Jesus, an indigenous Parepecha and professor of Latin American Studies and Chicano, a studies at California State University, Los Angeles. It was a scenario for gastronomical, cultural and linguistic encounters and exchanges. But when the Spanish arrived at the Lake Pátzcuaro Basin between 1521 and 1522, they captured the Parepecha ruler and forced the empire to relinquish its power. Still, as Pérez Montesinos explained, historians consider this transition more peaceful than the siege of the Aztecs. The Parepecha people were given more autonomy than their Aztec counterparts, and Parepecha elites continued to have influence and authority over the region. Nothing could be done without the permission or allowance of Parepecha elites, Perez Montesinos said. The traditional way to see things is that the Spaniards came and did as they pleased, but what we know now is that the Spaniards always had to ask and negotiate with Parepecha elites in order to remain themselves on top. One example he gives is the Basilica de Nuestra Señora de la Salud, constructed in Pátzcuaro around 1540. The conventional knowledge is that Bishop Vasco de Quiroga built that cathedral, but it was built by Parepecha hands, said Pérez Montesinos. He explained that the Spanish did not have to use forced labor to construct the cathedral, as the Parepecha community agreed to collaborate and lend their physical labor. There is this very dominant narrative of trying to downplay the achievements of the everyday Parepecha folks by highlighting how it was the Spanish friars who taught them how to make these artisanal works, but in the face of very daunting challenges, the Parepecha incorporated new things into their lives to make something original, he said. As we traveled around the state, I started to see Parepecha touches in the architecture. Since Michoacán is rich with oak and pine trees, the Parepecha Empire became known for its expertise in wood constructions, their most notable buildings were traditional wooden houses called trojes. After colonization, the Parepecha people incorporated their craftsmanship into the Spanish colonial infrastructure that stands today throughout Michoacán. Since the Parepecha were able to maintain so much autonomy, the three administrative centers of their power, Sinsunsan, Pátzcuaro, and Iwatzio, remained economic hubs during the colonization era. I lived in Pátzcuaro during my childhood and it's the most beautiful place to visit for Parepecha history, there's no other place like it, my uncle told me. When we arrived at the town's Plaza Grande, a celebration of Parepecha culture was on full display, as is the custom every weekend in Pátzcuaro. Teenage boys performed a traditional dance called Danza de los Viejitos, Dance of the Elderly. They were dressed in white, with colorful handmade serapes and straw-like hats that were covered in vibrant rainbow ribbons. They dawdled with canes and donned uncanny masks of elderly men before breaking into a style of Mexican tap dancing called zapateado. 
This pre-Hispanic dance was originally performed by the elderly as part of a ritual to the ancient gods, but after the Perepecha were colonized, it was used to mock the Spanish, which is why the dancers dress up in comical masks during their exaggerated imitation of old men. The Perepecha community agreed to collaborate with the Spanish to construct the Basilica de Nuestra Señora de la Salud in Pátzcuaro, credit, Stephanie Méndez. Even though the empire acquired tremendous power and left behind this incredible legacy, the Perepecha Empire has largely been left out of Mexican discourse, overshadowed by the Aztecs. That has to do more with how Mexican nationalism came out in the 19th and 20th centuries, everything is based around Mexico City, and the narrative of Mexican identity was built around mostly the legacy of the Aztecs, Perez Montesinos said. Also, because there are more narratives of battles, wars and resistance against the Spaniards, there is a lot more material for an epic story, whereas with the Perepeches, you don't have the same type of drama. When I came home from Michoacán, I was a changed person, proud of this newfound knowledge about my heritage, culture and traditions. I was so enthused that I returned to Mexico six months later with my dad and sat down with my great-grandmother to pick up where we left off. Can you teach me Perepecha? I asked. Juana pointed past me and said, he can teach you. I turned around and realized she was pointing at my dad. What, you know how to speak Perepecha? I asked in disbelief. He laughed and said, that was a long time ago, I used to know, not anymore. But Juana countered him, you can teach her, she said. One never forgets, this is our culture. BBC Travels Lost Civilizations delves into little-known facts about past worlds, dispelling any false myths and narratives that have previously surrounded them. Join more than 3 million BBC Travel fans by liking us on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter and Instagram. If you like this story, sign up for the weekly BBC.com features newsletter called, The Essential List. A hand-picked selection of stories from BBC Future, Culture, Work Life and Travel, delivered to your inbox every Friday.